0: No one, and I mean no
1: one, comes into our house and pushes us around.
2: You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction.
0: You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil stargill and Bruce Fleury. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil stargill and Bruce Fleury. Hey, good morning. This is
3: Phil Stargill, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable. And we have, as usual, our... Co-host, Bruce Murray, and uh, our screener, uh, Derek, and uh, we are gonna get uh, uh, on, underway with the program here in just a minute, but I just wanna say that uh, we are in a, in a very, very bad position in terms of uh, what America will continue to be. And we seem uh anxious to take away the the thing that very thing that made America the great country that she is and and I just want to say that that we have got to, Make a decision as to whether or not we're going to fight this, or we're going to just sit back and continue to allow it to happen. Uh, the the weaponization of the justice departments in this country. Oh yeah. Of uh, you know, it's always been a, a a thing of the idea of America was that people have the ability to govern themselves. But what we see today is that government has allowed a lower level of government take over and put the very pinnacle of the government in jeopardy of going to jail. It, it it is something really wrong with what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering how long the American people are going to just allow this to continue to happen because they're the ones that can stop it. And they're the ones that will have to stop it, or either we won't have constitutional government in this country, Mm -hmm. we will have mob rule, and we will be ruled by a majority of people that uh, don't even. Have the, uh, they're going to be able to control the country. I'm talking about illegal people over over thousands and thousands and thousands of of, of hours of uh, open borders and thousands and thousands of people crossing into those borders. These people will be at one time citizens with the right to vote. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to vote themselves into the power. And what do we have? We have a Democrat Party that, uh, that has never been satisfied with the government that was given to us by the founding fathers. They've been trying to tear that government down ever since the beginning. And they are well on their way to doing it now because they have, in their mind, the packed Supreme Court. They have packed the Senate uh, and the House of Representatives with this onslaught of illegals that have come across the country. And uh, none of the things that made America great will be in place. It'll all be. It's more of us than it is of you, so shut down and shut up and let us take over. And that's basically what you've seen. Joe Biden come in and said he's going to be the adult in the room. <laughs> yeah, well, he's doing what adults do that are out of control. And uh, I just want to say that if we don't do. I think we're, we're going to have to do what needs to be done in terms of of bringing this country back into constitutional, at least constitutional authority, because it's not it's not being uh, done now, and. Uh, we we'll just have to see whether or not who's got the uh, who's got the big stick in this thing. With it, will it will be the people? But the people have to understand what it is that they're doing, because it seems to me that uh, so many of us only want what is good for them as an individual. Now this is a country built of individuals, but at some point when it comes to things like justice. You know it is it, more important to have some guardrails than it is to have just everybody doing what they want and this is where we are today i'm sorry folks i didn't mean to get out and, and stand yeah. on the soapbox but but we better get ourselves together and uh and do something to stop these people because it, it what they're doing to the justice system in this country is just unbelievable,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, and Trump is just the uh, just a whipping boy. What they're doing is is to individuals that uh, believe in individual liberty, in individual security, and things like that. And these uh, these people currently. Running justice in this country have no idea of uh, letting people uh, protect the Constitution, so the Constitution will protect them. We're in a, we're in a crisis in this country, and uh, and and if you don't believe it, how can the government call themselves looking out for the people when they have a recession going your your uh protections as consumers are out the window mm-hmm. every chance they get the people that run the production in this country are stopping us from doing the things that will counteract what's going on with the uh with the economy yes and, 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 and they're, you know, they're putting us to the point where, you know, we're, we're not able to help ourselves. We're, we've got to go to the government to get help. And they, they're they not, they're not uh, giving out any help. And if, uh, you know, if you want to understand what the real meaning of help is, in this country, you want help to help yourself. They want to help you in continuing what they're doing. And and that's completely wrong. And so what we have to do now is figure out how we can stop this behemoth that's running Russia out over the rest of the country. And that is Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. And... uh, I, I just, I, 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 the only way we're going to change this is, it's got to be done by the people because we're not going to uh, convince them to change their mind. They've been doing this ever since they become the Democrat Party, and, uh, yeah, and, 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 and in a two-party system, they've been in control all the time, mm-hmm. or ninety percent of the time, anyway. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I'll get off that, that soapbox and and uh, let you go.
1: Uh, well, I wanted to just uh, thank thank you, and Good morning, everyone. Bruce Fleury here. Now, uh, yeah, before we go go to Joe on on uh, from Wyandot, uh, you're mentioning about uh, guardrail. Okay, guardrails that we pre- we need to have. It, it's it's very simple. We have we have one which is which has been in place since uh, 1789, uh, which has worked pretty good. Uh, one of the the, the oldest uh, continuing founding document or governing document in the history of the world. It's called the Constitution of the United States. And if you look at it, there it, it's a, it, it's well, we go back to what Barack Obama said, right? They so say it's a it's a, uh, a bill of, of negative liberties and and negative rights. And, and you bet you better by damn believe it is because it it puts guardrails, it puts constraints, restraints on what government can do, and that. Those restraints are 18 enumerated powers, contained in Article 1, Section 8, and there's also other other uh, uh, rights from the states that are that are uh, enshrined in there, at Article 4, Section 4, which uh, guarantees a republican form of government to every state and shall protect the, uh, the United States shall protect those those states each state from invasion, and also to ensure domestic tranquility, which is one of the which is one of the uh, the the principles uh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, enumerated in the uh, in the uh, spelled out rather in the preamble to the Constitution. We have a way to solve our problems, and we have to look at the Constitution. But we need honorable people, like John Adams said, uh, religious and uh, virtuous people, to, uh, to to safeguard these rights because. We're not going to be here forever. We have generations that are succeeding us, just as generations that came before us, and we have to pass those along. It's like Reagan said: freedom is not is never more than one generation from extinction. It is not something which is which is automatic. It's 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 got to be handed down from one generation to the next, and it has to be nurtured. Uh, maybe not through the blood of patriots, like uh, like Thomas Jefferson said, but. Uh, in a in a violent way, which is what the left is trying to portray now. The uh, January sixth was was a violent revolution, you know, or written insurrection, and which is kind of crazy to me because if they, if if people were involved in insurrection, especially Donald Trump, why hasn't he been charged with insurrection? Why isn't even one of the ninety one counts uh, that a uh, uh, total that in these in these four indictments Phil, Why aren't why is not even one even mentioned the word insurrection? It's because they know and we know and we know that they know that that was never the case. Donald Trump never told people to storm the Capitol. He said march to the Capitol peacefully, patriotically, May you, make your voices heard. And these judges, Phil, that that are sitting uh, are going to be presiding over these uh, over these cases. There was one the Washington, D.C. judge. She said in open court. To a January sixth uh, protester, I guess in sensing him, or I don't know what what uh, what what uh, what part of the process of trial was being conducted at that point. But she said that you can something about uh, that, that Trump automatically knew that as uh, automatically guilty knows that he's guilty and he's walking around free. That woman should be. Uh, should be forced to recuse herself, or she should be disbarred for tainting the uh, for, for tainting the uh, the trial. You could have yes. you could have declared a mistrial right then and there, Phil. So we have a constitution which, if we follow it, we will be on the right track, and we will be able to continue the uh, the, the the greatest country on the face of the earth uh, in, into 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 the future. And my in my opinion. Uh, Joe, uh, so what, what, do you, what do you have to say about uh, what my, my little screen there, my little, my little diatribe, and Joe Biden especially?
2: Yeah, well, I called about Biden off of what Phil was saying about Biden and his ilk yeah. claiming to be the adults in the room, known Mr. Biden. The metaphor you're grasping for is, you are the bad parents in the house. <laughs> Shut up, kids. Sit down in front of the TV. Entertain yourself. Don't answer the phone. Don't answer the, you know, the door. Shut up. Don't do anything. Uh, but me and my ruling elite friends are going to go hang out and party at the bar or party on the beach and eat steak and lobster and caviar, but if you're hungry, you peasant children, there's some ramen noodles in the kitchen for you, you know, to partake yeah. of. You suffer, but we party like there's no tomorrow, and indeed, like, uh, you know, Prince 1999, uh, yeah. we may indeed be there while... They're fiddling while Rome burns, and the end is nigh. And we may be coming to an end as a society if we don't turn things around.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, uh. That's right, Joe. It's 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 amazing to me that we, you know, that we continue to just sit there and take this and like like good little like the good little uh, uh, kids that they think we are. And the thing is, if we're acting like kids, then. Doesn't doesn't that uh, doesn't that give them uh, uh, added ammunition? You know, we have yeah, got to and, start.
2: You know, and yeah. I coined another term. You know, I like to coin hashtags. Uh, I just dropped a piece on the Liberty Beacon and my podcast just dropped. Swifted is the new gaslighting in Bidenomics and the Biden E con, me, emphasis on the con there, where con, Taylor yeah. Swift and her ilk are now, of course, you know. They're all well-to-do. The left-wing celebrity loons are all taking to social media, coordinated by the White House, to, you know, you're going to believe them or your own vanishing bank account about how great things are. I guess Taylor Swift is next soon is going to be, happy days are here again, you know, land of milk and honey ball. you know, you're... Your eyes, your ears, you're crazy. you're crazy things are great. What's wrong with you?
1: Yeah I, I know this and and then you know you have the uh, and then just like in 1984 you have these these people out there, these groups they remember the uh, the 15 the, the was it, the five minutes of hate that they would take they would take time out of their busy schedules to to, to, to rail at the uh, the big video screen with Big brother and and just vent their spleens uh, incoherently. That's what you're seeing so many of these groups doing now, because uh, because uh, what they have done, what they have done is they have succeeded. The left has succeeded, Joe, in reducing a nation of 340 individual sovereign human beings into maybe a, a dozen, two dozen victim groups, and you got them fighting right now against uh, each other, just like Hitler kept his uh, his lower his lower echelon people, his inner circle, kept them fighting among themselves so he could stay above the fray and continue to dictate from. Uh, from his uh, from his office in the Wilhelmstrasse.
2: Yo, that's perfect. The five minutes of hate you got, you guys really need to instead of maybe a second hour, you need to arrange a TV simulcast. You know, like Imus used to simulcast his show on RFD TV, <laughs> uh, so that you guys could have then uh, very at um, accurately. Put in that. Remember that woman screaming after the auction. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. screaming into the. He, that, that's the left. Hate <laughs> and <laughs> rage and envy and covetousness and revengeful, yeah. spiteful little children. What would you do, Joe? That would be a great
1: lead-in. What you do is you take the the opening of the MGM with a lion roaring, and you superimpose that woman's face over it, <laughs> ever screaming.
2: Oh, that's perfect, Bruce. That would be great. That'd be a great old parody.
1: <laughs> we could have Derek work on that. <laughs> nice. he's, he's All right, his brothers.
2: His face. Take care. God bless. Well, okay, thanks a lot.
3: Thanks, Joe, for bringing some, some, some humor <laughs> into this thing. Because was, it is.
1: We it sure is, need it, I'll tell it you. There's enough tears going on. You know. Well, well, speak, speaking of that, and before we get back to the content here, speaking of that, have you seen the video of this, uh, what's her name, Rachel uh, Zegler, this lady who's playing the new uh, the new Snow White? And she's going on and on about, and she's doing this interview about the movie, which I guess is supposed to come out, the live-action version of Snow White, supposed to come out in uh, in January, I think it is. And she's there giving this disjointed, convoluted interview. Of, uh, you, you, you can't make any sense out of it. She's saying that Prince Charming is actually a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got this weird look on her face, and she goes, weird, weird, weird. <laughs> well, lady, it seems like you're the one who's weird, weird, weird. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. The, the left has such a and this is this is what goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Phil. They they have their, they have their uh excuse me, they have their uh the left has its tentacles strangling the popular culture. Especially yes. an iconic corporation like Disney, which gave us Bambi, which gave us uh Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which gave us Pinocchio. And all these things have been remade as live-action uh, flicks, and they've all bombed. Yeah, Disney has yeah. lost hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars uh, in uh, in 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 revenue. Uh, I think the only the only corporation that's that's uh, that's lost more money in market cap, more market cap than than Disney is uh, Anheuser Busch with yeah, the Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. forty billion dollars. Yeah. For, and and there, and there's there's party stores and restaurants that simply they don't stock this Bud Light anymore because people won't buy it. They won't order it, and and for good reason because we do not we don't appreciate having our kids sexualized. We don't appreciate having 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 uh, uh, things hit over the, being hit over the head with messages. I used to enjoy the senses because of the the animation and then and then the and the, and, the, uh, and, the, and the sense of humor that. It, that it, uh, for example, that uh, you would see in the earlier episodes. But when, when you started getting these people, these animators with these, with these agendas—environmentalism, uh, homosexuality, and all that sort of stuff—that's when I turned the stupid thing. That that's when I turned it off. Yeah. I don't. I do not care to see that stuff. And I. We still have the ability to to change the channels. But when's that going to end? Well, the thing <clears throat> that
3: really bothers me is that that to aim. Uh, these kind of situations to the generations. And you could see it happen if you knew what you were looking for. Because when the the, uh, Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan came on with Doug, with uh, uh, Dale Marsh and myself, you know, one of the first things that I made mention of was the kids Marching down the street with protests on Martin Luther King's birthday. Yeah. What were these kids in the suburbs doing? I mean, you know, that wasn't, you know, I I kept asking, what are they marching for? Mm -hmm. Well, you could see it in the years preceding, uh, coming along when Hollywood left came out with all of the the icons out there talking about how they had had abortions mm-hmm. and and how they were not ashamed of the fact that they had abortions and it wasn't anything to be ashamed of yeah. and it was their right to be able mm-hmm. to, uh, to have that procedure yeah. and that is, to me if 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 the starting point, because that led to Hillary Clinton and all of the the graft and the and the underhanded stuff that went on and she never paid the price for it now why because her husband was the the supposedly the person that uh balanced the budget mm-hmm. but they yeah. they give no uh equal, Time to Newt Gingrich, who yeah. designed the program that balanced the budget. Well, and, you know, so what happened is the media came in and said Bill Clinton was a was a, a, a great president because he, he is the uh, person that balanced the the last time the budget was
1: balanced. And yeah. guess what, <clears throat> Gingrich? What did they do? They threw him out of Congress on his ear. I know. Well. You know, and, and this is this is, this is is something that it doesn't, this is not something that's just come up, you know, overnight or immediately. This is something that has gone on for generations, uh, the better part of the last hundred years. Popular culture, school, media. Got it. Got but a- the important thing is that they changed America. That's right. And we'll be back after these messages, folks. Stay tuned, folks. We got a real interesting story coming out of Pennsylvania, too. Stay tuned.
0: Listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargill and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734 822
3: 1600. And we are back. And um, continue along the line going this morning. The, yeah. The, the reason why I bring this up is because what we have is. oh. Uh, the f- uh, federal government at war with the other half of the federal government yeah <laughs> and, 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 and and we're in the middle of this because what happens is they've they' they've shut down production in this country to a to a large degree in order to uh, to off uh, uh, shore, a big portion of our production, yeah and so so the companies that are the beneficiary of this can get cheap labor. Mm-hmm. Now uh, Joe Biden decides to to allow this country to bring in people that are willing to work for less money. So how, are you, how are you going to do that? What uh, what 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 about those, those unions that have backed mm-hmm. them so many years?
1: Yeah, I guess I they
3: don't matter. It doesn't matter to them as long as that uh, they can organize them and bring them
1: in under their under their cloak. Well, I wonder, Phil, uh, how long it's going to be before uh, we wind up with a situation that's talk about or- organized labor and the and the government. We're going to have a situation where. Where you have an American labor front like the German labor front back in the 1930s, uh-huh. you know, where the unions were effectively abolished and taken over by the government, and the, and they would tell the workers what to do, what to produce, how much they could how much they could earn, and that type of thing. Uh, you you remember when they when the Volkswagen came out, the uh, uh, the 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 big the big selling point was it would cost no more than the than an average motorcycle which was impossible, you know, and and, and and if the several German family wanted to buy one, they would have to get into this program where they would be uh, contributing, I think, uh, five, one or two marks per week, so to, to ultimately they would get their own Volkswagen. Well, that never came, came, uh, came to pass because of World War II, so only a few of these things were ever built, and they did not go to the people who had been putting the money into the into the uh, into the fund to buy to buy their own Volkswagen. They went to party officials and, and other uh, and other favored people uh, you know, that the government uh, you know soft to uh, to to give them to. Yeah. And so, and this is why the uh, this is the this is one of the things that I think about. You know, are we going to have an American labor front at some point? Where the where the where the uh, where the blue collar rank and file people are not going to have are not going to have the ultimate say in in what they uh, you know uh, any any type of say at all, whether it's ultimate or not. Well,
3: obviously uh, that's where they are headed. I mean, after that debacle up up in Canada, where the uh, Trumps were, I mean, I and stripped them
1: 99 percent of their race. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's like hey. And and then and the then the announced by the the head of their union. Uh, uh, then, Jimmy Hopkins' son. Well, and speaking of the government, uh, the government of Pennsylvania is no longer going to provide funding to uh, to help uh, women uh, who are seeking uh, alternatives to abortion. Uh, <laughs> here's a story of a LifeSite News, Phil, and this is the government is here to help, right? It yeah. says, uh, Pennsylvania's Democrat governor, black by, p- backed by Planned Parenthood, will defund pregnancy support services by the end of the year. Governors, jo- governor Josh Shapiro, leftist Governor Josh Shapiro, announced that real, Amer- real alternatives will no longer receive taxpayer dollars. The decision reflects the Democrat Party's ongoing battle against pregnancy health centers that provide free diapers and support services to moms and kids. Okay, this, is, this should be a warning to those people in Michigan right now. For decades, taxpayer dollars have gone to fund real alternatives, Governor Shapiro stated in a release. My administration will not continue that pattern. We will ensure that women in this commonwealth receive reproductive health care that they deserve. Now, it is not clear how a program, this is LifeSite, it is not clear how a program that supports women who voluntarily choose to seek support services for their pregnancy interferes with reproductive health care. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I mean, how is it? Yeah.
1: Reproductive care when they're aborting. That, well, that's that, the that's, that's the euphemism, Phil. Yeah. That's 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 okay. Climate change. They couldn't make up their minds what they wanted to call it. It couldn't be global warming because it would get freeze over. It couldn't be global cooling because it'd be, you know, <laughs> you feel like you're burning up. So they decided to go with climate change. Another one, gay. That's a euphemism. Okay, it's and they, but they this is they just distort. This is another thing they do, Phil. Yeah. They they've captured the language, okay? Yeah. Anyway, the Pennsylvania Capital Star uh, reported that real alternatives have provided services for 30 years to state residents in need of assistance with contracts from the state of Pennsylvania. Now, Shapiro has a track record of working to stop progress of social services providers who want to help marginalized citizens. And Attorney General, as Attorney General, he sued the little Listen to this, he has sued the Little Sisters of the Poor for declining to provide hormonal birth control in their health insurance plans. The Catholic Order of Nuns takes care of elderly citizens living in poverty. Okay, now Planned Parenthood obviously cheered the Sydney decision. In a post-world world, we can't settle for state funding of pregnancy resource centers, Cindy Espinoza, director of the Executive plan of parent, Planned Parenthood Pennsylvania Advocates told the Capital Star. We deserve the freedom and the privacy to make our most intimate health care decisions with our doctors without the predatory influence of anti-abortion counseling. Man, I'm telling you, when the knives come out, they, they really come out, don't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, the thing about it
3: is that it is so much uh, personal uh, uh, usage in this. That, you know, you hear people talk about, well, it's not for me, but I don't want to interfere with somebody else's right. Yeah. And now that is, to me, you know, the the, the most, yeah. I mean, just the worst uh, analysis of it when you say that
1: it's not for me, but, you know, it's all right for you. If it's yeah. not you, then why would you vote for it? Exactly. Well, Planned Parenthood presumably stands to benefit from the end of the contract. Phil, as a pro-abortion governor, will likely funnel further money into the abor- into abortion vendors. Now, I checked uh, during one of the breaks to see whether Mich- whether the state of Michigan has any type of a contract with with these uh, with the crisis preg- or, uh, pregnancy resource centers, and apparently, there's there I I couldn't they couldn't uh, find any 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 uh, anything. Uh, like what's, what, what the situation in Pennsylvania is, but it's extremely important, folks, that you support the uh, Pregnancy Resource Center in your area. Okay, in uh, Ann Arbor, it's uh, Arbor Vitae, I believe, is one. You also have another way, Pregnancy Resource Centers. The, the, uh, the one that I support out here on the east side of, uh, of, 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 the, uh, of the area is uh, Pregnancy Aid Detroit. They're located on uh, East 8 Mile Road. And they're run by a very wonderful lady by the name of nancy ander. she's uh, she's uh, just uh, just an angel uh, among, among us and doing really doing God's work, helping these women navigate through a very difficult, um, very difficult uh, period in their lives. Now, real alternatives in Pennsylvania study was shocked by the decision and noted that it had a track record of supporting women and families in need. For 27 years, Real Alternatives and its service providers have served close to 350,000 women at 1.9 million office visits, the group told LifeSite News. At every visit, women are directed to call Real Alternatives with any complaint or concerns about the services they received. There's never been a complaint from the 350,000 women we have served. Now, name me a business that has a track record as good as that. Okay, uh, auto repair shops, um, you know, uh, can, uh, grocery stores, any any business that is located, is listed with a Better Business Bureau, or anything like that. <clears throat> name me one business that I can compare with a track record like this. That is absolutely outstanding. Presently, eighty-three centers throughout the Commonwealth provide compassionate, caring support services to thirteen thousand five hundred women a year from the moment they find out that they are pregnant through twelve months through twelve months after the birth of the baby, the pro life group stated those centers made up of Catholic charities and social service agencies, forty eight percent, pregnancy pregnancy support centers, thirty seven percent, and maternity homes, fifteen percent. <laughs> Sorry, that was <laughs> that was my dog. <laughs> The group, the group noted that its program has been commanded by two Pennsylvania governors, three, tech, three, sec, three secretaries of the Department of Public Welfare, one United States Vice President, and one Assistant Secretary of the U.S. Health and Human Services in charge of temporary assistance for needy families. State Senator Doug Mastriano, who ran against Shapiro for the governor's mansion in 2022, criticized the former governor is a former opponent. Governor Shapiro's actions will jeopardize the health of pregnant women and lives of babies across the Commonwealth, Mastriana said in a statement, Pennsylvania women are currently having access to to counseling and services they provide about resources about parenting, adoption and other healthy alternatives to abortion. Governor Shapiro's decision amounts to a death sentence for countless Pennsylvania babies. Pennsylvania women who experience crisis pregnancies deserve to know there are options available to them other than abortion Mastriano stated it is sad to realize that abortion on demand extremists oppose giving women information about the safe and healthy alternatives available to them now Phil we have this is this is a situation where they where these, they, these there's not one not one. Person or organization that the left will not attack, if they uh, if, if they uh, they they feel that they're uh, that they can get away with it, and they can and they can continue to con people into into believing that abortion is the only way to uh, only way out of a difficult situation. Well, if that were the case, I mean, I mean, what would have happened if if uh, if uh, say Stephen Hawking or uh, Helen Keller, or any of these people that that had had uh, had had these over overcome these these uh, these devastating and debilitating, in some cases devastating and debilitating uh, uh, physical ailments. You know, blind, yeah. deaf, unable to speak, or or in Stephen Hawking, Hawking's case, confined to, confined to a wheelchair almost his entire life. Yeah. But one of the most brilliant scientists. In the history, a modern day, Einstein, if you ask me, you yeah. know, if, if they if they had been aborted, the world, how many, and this is what I write in my book, The Negro Project. Okay, folks, we're going to go to the Erie's Notebook in just a moment, but I want to say this, that we have no idea as Reverend uh, 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 Johnny Hunter uh, from the Life, Education, and Resource Network in North Carolina said, we have no idea what we have lost. And the exactly. thing is, we haven't just lost these folks. We've lost their descendants and their descendants after them and on and on down the line. Who knows what we've lost? Yeah, exactly. we, the Someone who can discover a cure for cancer, someone yeah. who can be the first person to set foot on another planet, yeah. uh, a cure for AIDS, you know, any of this stuff. We don't know. We will never know because they are not here. That's right. And by the
3: millions, by the millions, uh, What uh, what is the estimate uh, of uh, since Joe versus
1: Wade, what is it it's 80, 90 million? I would say it's probably on the high end. It might, it might be somewhere in that neighborhood because not every state uh, uh, yeah, reports numbers. Their, their numbers. Yeah. And in this article in the Detroit News from this past Thursday about how Michigan is suffering, a, a, their birth rate has been the lowest since World War II. Well, they won't say it in so many words in the article, but one of the causes is abortion. But they they call they what they do what they do is reducing unplanned pregnancies yeah. among teenagers. Yeah. Well, folks, you know there's there's pretty, usually. That's, uh, that's a situation that does not end well for at least one person. Exactly. And we, and we, know, who it is, and we know who that person is. But anyway, uh, we've got the Edwards Notebook on tap. So, uh, Derek, if you'll uh, do the honors, please.
0: <clears throat> I love my country, but I disdain the government. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, For many years, those of the elite class have been trying to convince Hawaiian islanders to sell their property. No one in their right mind was willing to give up their property. And besides, it's not as if the elite class didn't already possess massive portions of Hawaii. But the elites wanted that particular section. It was beautiful and near perfect in every way. So allegedly, the elites concluded the only solution was to force the islanders out by whatever means available. Many, including yours, truly believe the elites utilized in unnatural, weaponized form of fire to have a clean slate for a smart and 15-minute city for the rich elites to live. The government signed a series of bills only weeks prior to the big burnout with anti-housing proclamations allowing them to take lands from the people. It is my sincere prayer that the people will seek providential guidance and wisdom, as well as unite and work together to overcome this alleged elite criminal war against them and restore their communities. And may those guilty of the murderous travesties receive their just punishment. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. To find out where, go to the TheRonEdwards.com.
3: And we are back. Great uh, uh, analysis by Ron Edwards, as usual. Yeah, the, the 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 great portion of uh, of to carry on uh, our our conversation. Yeah, the the uh, numbers of uh, in Michigan of, of of black babies being aborted yeah. is 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 just ridiculous in terms of what it was in the years when there was big concern about crib death you you, you remember oh yeah that? sudden infant death
1: syndrome yeah
3: yes yeah. and they there was uh much to do about the fact that uh, that it was so many black children that were the victim of this affliction yeah but they say absolutely nothing about mm-hmm. the number of uh, abortions that are committed on no. black women
1: no and the thing is is there's this uh there's a related article to the uh to the story about uh about the declining birth rate and uh it's uh, and it's this is all basically trying to get the population of Michigan back up you know, start to keep people from leaving the state. In other words, we can't if you can't if you can't get them from leave from keep them from leaving the state, you gotta get them to come in and take their place. And the big thing is immigration, right? Well right. but then they also have the MEDC, has, uh, has the Michigan Economic Development Corporation has, like I said, has had the uh, you know, come in, come into Michigan where your rights will be protected, mainly abortion rights. Okay. Yeah. And and again, you know. Like Whitmer said, well, bigotry is uh, is bad for business. Well, so is killing off your future customer yes, base. Exactly hey, where right. did this where, where did this woman go to school not to learn about basic economics? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, you know <laughs> the the thing is that that
3: the, the lessons that are being learned are show you when you look back that it leads up to, to this this type of uh, a politician, yeah. this type of adult. Yeah. With this type of uh of a philosophy yeah that I- you know that they can uh they can buy what they want from the populace in the voting group. Yeah. And what they do is they find these causes mm-hmm. and they and they work them just like you work a uh, uh, clay in a in a in a statue put, uh, uh, making process. Yeah, you know they they form these children in the public schools to the point where they are just
1: indoctrinated when they come out. Well, and, it, and this it, is what we get. Well, see, it's it's amazing to me. I've seen I've seen videos of grown adults who have no problem at all with uh, with uh, mutilating minors. Yeah. Yeah, to 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 shoving uh, uh, these hormones down their throats, the puberty blockers and all that, and then, then, then so what's going on in the schools? There's there are certain schools, there are certain schools across this country. Not all of them, but there. But even one is bad enough where where the teachers actually are trying to have special relationships, what they call special relationships with their students. And the parents aren't supposed to know about it. The parents aren't even supposed to know about uh, when the kid wants to uh, wants to change his gender, and he's confided that to the teacher. But the teacher is under no obligation. The school is under no obligation to notify the parents. And the thing is, in California, you can have your kid actually taken away from you, and you can be thrown in jail for not going along with this crazy, insane out of this world uh nonsense, uh, nonsense garbage called uh, gender-affirming care.
3: Yeah. And oh,
1: folks. Man, oh, man. <laughs> God, I don't believe. <sighs> man, what's a patriot to do these days, Phil? This is why mm-hmm. the people
3: in this country are going to have to take their country back. Now, I'm not saying that this has got to be but you
1: gotta be you gotta arm yourself with the facts. I can't think of I think we kinda oh, well, wait a second. Uh I think we may have lost Phil. I think what Phil was saying is not not necessarily a, a violent armed revolution uh takeover. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay, go ahead, Phil. Yeah. Uh, not a violent,
3: but but what it is is a revolution of of uh of <laughs> ideas. The idea that we are changing our country, and I disagree with it. Mm-hmm. We're changing the country to something that it never was, and 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 if we ever do that, it'll never be what it, as good as it was. Yeah, because yeah. there's no way that you can uh, can allow your children to be indoctrinated like this. Mm-hmm. and not come to a bad conclusion when they become adults and take over the country. And well, it's know. never been it's never been more vivid than the the Hillary Clinton election mm-hmm. where she just about pulled off he being the president of the country with, I mean, some of the worst ideas and some of the worst behavior ever been seen
1: on uh-huh. national elections. Well, I'm not going to call Donald Trump a messianic figure or anything like that, but he did. But God did uh, did give us a uh, a breather, a respite, if you will, and he also and and, and he gave us a very strong message. Yes. Unless you continue to do what you did in, in uh, 2016 and put the right people in place, you're going to have you're going to be held. Folks, that's the end. (laughs) So we'll see you next week. See you next week. Yeah, Yeah.
3: The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the WHAM Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.